Just a heads up, there's adult themes and some strong language in this show. Look, it's 2035 and a lot of people are very angry about how things have turned out. You can't really blame them. Ear Candy presents The Next Five Minutes, Episode 2, Pronto. Since that day at the waterhole and the incident of the lost muscles, we'd been off our game. There were quite a few hungry nights, so we split up to have a better chance begging. Banana, 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 banana. Where are you, Zilch? It's true, we were a little lost moving towards something we didn't quite yet understand. Oh, I think you's ready. And a little haunted by the words of the guy who called himself Space. You's try to forget, but you remember too much. I'd arrived ahead of Zilch at the catacomb hideaway for a cell of rebels. A dozen swag stingers living out of town and underground. The burning incense couldn't mask the musty, damp smell. I didn't mind. At the time, my defences were no match for the charismatic leader of Cat 6. Wakey, wakey, sweetness. What if I tickled that freckled nose of yours? For fuck's sake, Space. What time is it? Where have you been? Sun's up. I've been checking on the soy ferment. Total proof we need to get more in, though. Not rely on the simpos so much. The swag stingers had lingo for everything. Most of it wasn't too complicated. Simpo, a civilian sympathiser. Strat, for strategy. Streetos, for homeless people. A merc was a mercenary mission. Space was full of these. I love the way you've decorated the place. One poster. Evict. What is that? A reminder that every day we're on the eve of victory. No shit. Oh, what's for breakfast? <laughs> oh, kitten. Did no one tell you? Skipping breakfast is a revolutionary's first battle of the day. Self-discipline. Ugh, that's so 2020s. Good night, space. Banana, banana. Be there soon. And Space was keeping up the pressure. He could do both good cop and bad cop, sometimes in the space of a few minutes. Welcome to the Cat 6 Tunnel Garden Expansion Project, Gerlo. Grab a shovel. We need to fill those sleds. It wasn't helped that lunch was a bunch of Vita pills, a spoon of honey from the hives and a mug of eucalypti. Healthy frugality was the mantra. Kept swag stingers light on their feet. Nightcap tails celebrated the Spartans. The comparison wasn't crazy. Conviction was the key. Even though space had backed us in, he made it clear Zilch and I wouldn't be getting any special treatment. Not Quite the glamorous life you sold us at the creek that day. I didn't pick you for so soft core, Comrade Pronto. Lunch was shit, by the way. I'm signing up for the hunting group. 
and the shoplifting tour of the Mittagong Mega Mart. Hikey dikey. A convicted swag sting needed to make it through half a dozen or so trials like this, testing their faith and knowledge, each one harder than the last. Seriously, what's really going on here? Everyone's so on edge. Feels like someone just died or stole everyone's wallets. We just had a secret gathering of all the cat cells. There was a walkout. The splinters think us swag slags, as they call us, are piss weak. They think Cy Fair sucks. They're for civil disobedience and jellignite. On the day I finally arrived at Cat 6, Space had called a meeting of all cell members. Comrades, gather round. Come on in. To be honest, I didn't envy him. Despite the diminished numbers, he tried to keep the routine going. Get yourselves a nice cup of java. And I can recommend the fresh gum nuts. There they were, all gathered round a cauldron of eucalypt tea to share the spoils of their nighttime activity. Astral travelling with purpose. Into the dream zones of a hit list of the nation's politicians. Literally getting inside their heads. Let's start. Jet, tempo. How went thee with the deputy PM? Uh, we weren't there long before her alarm blimped in. Oh man, oh man, she's always going somewhere. And she never sleeps at the same times, or with the same person. We can't get a read. Yep, on paper, Simone Narunsky is a perfect target. A background supporting shelters for street eyes. But she's a dead ray, right? Unchanneled even? Yeah, nah. I think we're wasting our time. Her family are way too tradish. Sus on new ageing. Or maybe we just need to try something else. Lift our skills. Add some chanting, more meds, full lotus, not lazy legs. I'm sorry, but my hippie dribble bullshit detector was peaking at this point. More prayers. Yeah, that'll do it. Maybe five times a day like the Islamites. Scored them well. Prayed themselves into obscurity. It didn't endear me to the mob. Zip it, newbie. Get your hands off me, you fascist goonburger. Looked like my sister was growing a backbone. I didn't know it yet, but the outburst cost her a few nights in what cell members called the schoolroom for educating prisoners. Space was furious. What the fuck was that about? You need to have a word with your sister about when to keep her mouth shut. I agree with her. It's all so wishy-washy. Why stick with a strat that doesn't work? But it did. You remember the state ecology management minister? Guy called a... Derek Patanjali. We were getting somewhere with him until he died in a mysterious skiing accident. Did what? I'm pretty sure they killed him. What do you mean they killed him? Not the dream invaders, not us. I honestly don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Derek was opposing a private nudist colony development. A big German company with links to donors of his own party. The Free Futures Party. You know the drill. One market under God. Government for the autocrats. Capitalism without pesky rules. Yeah, they're the ones who think parents should have the right to starve their kids to death. Liberty and sensibility, I'm afraid. And selflessness? (laughs) Vile and unforgivable. I really hope no one I know voted for them. Keep it to yourself if they did. But back to Derek. Our libertarian with a conscience. It was me. 
I was one of the ones in his dreams, and we were getting somewhere. We spiralled him with pink and saffron swirls, flashed him grim pictures of kids living in auto bins. You what? We chanted our nottos inside his head. Notto, notto, no more otto. Notto, notto, no more otto. The House needs to know that the Honourable Member from Illawarra no longer has the support of my cabinet or the Free Futures Party. Next day, all hell breaks loose in Parliament when he brings up homelessness and starts slamming the brute tactics of the National Resettlement Scheme. The short of it is, he was coming round. Around to what? To helping us win our Central Park. Our own roofer moment, baby. So you reckon it was Free Futures folks who took him out, just zapped him from the slopes... They would knock off one of their own. He never showed for cocktails at the chalet. It's what makes sense. But it's left us in the shit. Now, we need another high-up Polly to take his place. That's where your sister comes in. Oh, okie dokie. So that's what all this is really about. You and me, sharing a doona. Banana, 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 banana. I hear you, Zilch. Zilch didn't know it, but her path was well-timed. Hit me with some clear, strong silver rays. Where are you? Banana, banana, banana. Not so fast, girlo. So... Not sensitive enough, huh? Just us me telepathing? I'm surprised you couldn't feel it. I had to tell you. Pronto. Don't get tangled up in this. Zilch needs a clean plane. Once she's calmed down, then we teach her a few tricks, and she's through her convictionings. Presto! She'll be full sting. Then we've got serious plans. Where is she? When can I see her? Not yet. I can't have her picking up off-key info before she's worded up about the Merc mission. I can keep my thoughts to myself, if I wish. Oh, can you? Really? Oh, you're the one who's been teaching us how to shut down the powers, break the circuits. Don't you believe in your own techs? Oh, you're just like all the others. I'd managed to find my way to the schoolroom where Zilch was behind bars. She was all alone, but strangely upbeat. Psst. Zilch, I brought some java. On your sis. Don't mind if I do. How come you're so cheerful? Oh, well, it's not been all bad. Had some thinking time. And some visitors. Visitors? Who? Ah, well, Space's mate Tempo has sort of taken me under his wing. We got into a rad debate about real-world action versus telepathy and astral travelling. He told me the proof's in the pudding. And then he took me on a dream incursion. A what? A trip to the astral plane, sis. I wish you'd been there. The target was a free futures party up-and-comer, Amanda Kildare. There are rumours she and the PM are, you know, close. And there we were, in her bedroom, floating above her. Tempo and me in full path. I could hardly contain myself. 
Zilch, stay focused on the race. The pink and saffron. The woman, Amanda, was just popping a tranquilizer and hanging up the phone. Yes, Prime Minister. I'll find out his movements and report back. But surely this is totally unauthorised. Space would flip. We knew we wouldn't get very far into a headspace like that, fogged with drugs. But we were knocking at the door, sis. It was the most incredible feeling ever. Great. So now I have a sister hooked on flying. I'm signing up, Pron. There's a Merc mission just around the corner. Over my dead body? You can't stop me, sis. I'm not a little girl anymore. A couple of days later, Zilch was gone. Without a word. Nothing I tried was getting through. Banyana. 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 After leaving Pronto behind, the rains came down. Lost my gear swag in a flooded creek. Found my way to one of those welfare mission huts for a few days, mud-free, living on spinach cake. Now I was waiting on the side of the highway to Canberra on a date with destiny. Shit was going to get real. Zilch, nice to see ya. Get in. So, take me through it again. Who am I? Good question. You'll be given a new identity on GovCard. Committed to memory, good and proper. You're Felicity Beaumont, student nerd and A1 patriot, descendant from a long line of staunch free futures think tankers. There's stuff in the glove box you need to wrap your head around. This doesn't look that useful at all. What is it? Pendant cam. It was oval shaped with a screen like a 2020 smartphone hanging from a chain. I popped it round my neck. Ah, bling suits you. Nice. How does it work? Well, the standard issue features a famous Polly on the screen there. See? You got menzies. If you press his eyebrows, the mouth opens into a mini-screen. Have a go. To discourage ambition, to envy success, to hate achieve superiority, to distrust independent thought, to sneer at and impute false motives to public service, these are the maladies of modern democracy. Right on. I guess Sir Robert Menzies would have been a big Swag Sting fan. Not likely, but it makes a good cover for you. Our greatest political disease is the disease of thinking that the community is divided into the rich and relatively idle and the laborious poor, and that every social and political controversy can be resolved into the question, what side are you on? Well, I know what side we're on, Bobby. So how is this gadget useful? I was getting to that. I promise. All you do is lean forward, listen for the tiny ting. Voila! It records where you use your pen and paper to pretend to take notes. We're trying to get a read on a bunch of new members, get a hold of their files to work out their new age creeps. So, my targets, who are they? Space made a list, also in the glove box. All from New South Wales. There were eight names, but only one rang a bell. A Byron H. Ellis. Screams pompous git, right? I was 98% sure this guy was on the shit list of my wildflowers masseuse mate, Joy Boy. Regularly forced to over-service with crotch-touch, happy endings and the like. Real piece of work. Threatened to have Joy Boy transferred to the shark fucker suite at the palace if he complained. 
unlikely new ager. I'm going to drop you off here. Your simpa host for the night will have a student-style suit for you and maybe cut your hair. Rest up. Tomorrow's a big day. Okay. Wish me luck. You won't need it. Hooroo, Zilch. Night, Sylvia. Thanks for everything. Sleepy titles. Don't let the bed bugs bite. I was almost too excited for sleep. It was like stepping into a new life. My simpo, she was nice enough, but instructed not to say much. I did, though, get a potted history of the rise and rise of national treasury in recent years. How dissent from the likes of journalists, theatre and filmmakers had been crushed by heavy fines. How patriots and supporters of free futures privatise everything approach were rewarded with tax concessions and education vouchers for their kids. I spent a good deal of time perfecting a plausible signature for Felicity. Something completely unlike my own deliberate childlike strokes born out of an education severely interrupted. I landed on a real strong squiggle, like a snake, that no one could read. Important people I'd come across signing payments for massages always had that powerful flourish, like the slash of a sword. Gave them a sense of mystery. Looking in the mirror, my new straighty 180 black bob looked ridiculous. Pronto would tease the shit out of me. I tried connecting, but without any luck. But I drifted off into a fuzzy rainforest flashback. The National Treasury Data Library was several stories high and devoid of any real sense of purpose or humanity. My cover story at the front desk went down well. Felicity was here to research parliamentary heroes. The wait for my requested files to arrive went on forever. I doodled some of the faces of the 50 famous heads finished in gold leaf that adorned the ornate gardens and colonnades out front. Bobby Menzies amongst them. They reminded me of holograms I'd seen of golden Buddhas in Bangkok. Supreme beings, gods, not humans. Now I was in their holy space. Oh, gee, thanks. I quickly grew bored with Space's list. No surprises here. Ex-merchant bankers, lawyers, advertising execs, real estate and property developers, the odd soap star or sporting hero... Surely there must be better candidates than these yucko cardboard cutouts. But then, I remembered the one thing in this collection of buildings that I would want to get my hands on. I'd have to be quick. This station occupied. Shit. How do you spell occupied? Don't take my place. Back in ten minutes. I left the note on the desk and headed to the index cards for the Forgotten Times Literature Collection. My mum's book of poems. Not one of our copies had survived the fire. We'd lost everything. But surely there'd be a copy here. She told me herself 
she'd sent one to Canberra for posterity. Mum had mentioned something about an ISN number, whatever that was. Delphi's daughter. Yes. Here it was. I jotted down the number. Excited, I tried reaching out to path my sister. Banana, 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 banana. Pronto, where are you? My nostrils tingled. I felt her. I could hear her voice faintly moving through the ether. with me, Miss Beaumont. I won't trouble you long. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Just that cool. Keep it together, Felicity. So, just a formality. You forgot to sign the visitor's book on arrival. If you could just pop your signature there, that would be marvellous. I took the pen, but everything blanked. I had no idea how my fucking stupid rock star autograph went. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Ah. I think you'll find there's been a mistake. Someone stop her. Security. I was angry with myself. It was the note that did me in, I swear it. Felicity would never have misspelled occupied. All that pig ironing had kept me in tippity-top shape. In my mind's eye, I'm carrying a fat German across the sand to the surf. Fast. Strong. You can do this. Just need to make it to the water. Pronto! Why can't you help me? The next five minutes was written and directed by Ian Walker, based on the 1990s unpublished novella, Australia Who, by Joanne Burns. Starring Eleni Schumacher as Zilch, Aileen Huynh as Pronto and the Pig Ironing Boss Lady, Nick Start as Space and the Prime Minister, Tommy Steele as Robert Menzies, Eliane davis Morell as Jet, Jordan Oliver as Tempo, and Lauren Hamilton-Neal as Language Teacher and the Librarian. You also heard Sue Daniel and Tom Denham. Our sound designer is Martin Gallagher. Music written and performed by Elena Godwin. Podcast art by Lauren Evans. Executive producers are Bronwyn Meehan and me, Paria Tayazadeh. The show is a co-production between Spineless Wonders, 
Echidna Audio and eCandy Media. The next five minutes was recorded on Gadigal lands. Big thanks to Create New South Wales who provided the cultural grant that made the show possible. Thanks also to Patria Wallace, Elizabeth Coolass, and Fiona Smith. Please tell your friends about the show. Subscribe or follow us so you don't miss an episode. And you can follow eCandy Presents on Instagram or contact the show via our website.